Hello, welcome to Charmed Life. I am your host, Trisha Carr. This episode may be just a little bit different than some of the other ones that I do, and that's okay. I'm okay with it, and I hope that you guys are as well. So this episode is about uh, something that I'm seeing going on in, I guess, the, for a lack of a better word, let's say spiritual community. People who are spiritual seekers, like I assume you are since you are here, <laughs> since you are listening to my channel or podcast, and um, people who are in the uh, seeking of spirituality through metaphysics and mysticism. And the problem that it's on, I said I was seeing a trend, but I'm seeing a problem. And so I'm, I'm going to just speak a bit plainly in this episode. If you guys will permit me, I guess you have no option because you're just going to listen or listen. That's okay with me too. But I'm going to speak plainly. I'm going to speak forthrightly. And what I am seeing is, honestly, it is a narrative that is taking advantage of those who are spiritual seekers. As spiritual seekers, that means that we are always in the realms of the subtle energies. You know, some would say this is the psychic field. And as a hypnotherapist, I know this to be uh, exploring into the space where we are somnambulistic, meaning that we are open to energies. And the reason how, how this is being hijacked and taken advantage of is because in that seeking, coupled with the fact that this world, this society is, is really going through a lot right now. There's a lot happening in, in the world, in this 3D and this 4D experience. And this is unsettling. That unsettling is, it, it causes us to be in, in that human mind. It causes us that unsettling feels uncomfortable and it is even a state of fear. It's okay to feel fear as a human. When you are feeling that fear though, then you are more sensitive. You are more suggestible. We all are. And that, so we all are more suggestible at this time. We are all more easily open to receiving messages in a subtle sense. And then, as I would say, probably for those who listen or watch my work, maybe even more so because you are a seeker. You are a seeker of the subtle realms. You are a seeker of messages. You are a seeker of spirit, of energy. So since we are in these unsettled and unsettling times, there are these narratives that some would call conspiracy theories, and if that's useful to you, great. I do not mean to use that in any way that is derogatory, but these narratives that are really kind of coming over into the realm of people who are, who have been spiritual, I don't know, teachers before, maybe they are, I, I don't, I'm really staying out of judgment of it, but I am seeing a pattern and it is concerning me. It is concerning me for all of us. So these conspiracy theories or these, I'm just going to say narratives because I don't want anyone to think that I am actually judging something as a conspiracy theory because that has a pejorative um, kind of cast to it in some people's opinions. These narratives are coming into the realm of spirituality, into the realm of people who understand that we are multidimensional. And people are saying they're they're they are propagating these different narratives and they are creating more fear. 
And in what I am seeing as a pattern is that they, there are a lot of people who are actually casting individuals into roles, into judgments, and saying that certain people that are of, um, you know, kind of a, a media standing, I mean, I hate the word celebrity, but people who are famous, people who are well-known, and they're saying this person is... Um, this kind of evil and this person does this thing or that thing now i'm not actually calling out the narratives i'm not giving them i don't want to i don't want to give them any more life the problem with this is that people are saying certain things about people that are well known demonizing them calling them you know saying that the most heinous things imaginable whether these are entertainers or politicians and let me just before i move on because in case you are feeling, even if you're feeling triggered, that's okay. Let me say, I don't know if any of this is true. I don't know if these politicians or these entertainers are doing evil deeds. And that's why I'm not saying it. I don't know if this famous person is responsible for heinous acts because I'm not there and because there is no evidence. Now, here's the problem with this is that when you call someone out by name and align them with something that you don't have any proof about, you're actually sort of closing the case. It's like you are falsely imprisoning someone when there is, has not been enough evidence or you're imprisoning someone when there isn't enough evidence. This is, this is actually a problem in our legal system. You realize that, right? People are falsely put into prison. I'm talking about literally. People are put into prison they, they go through a, a jury and, you know, they, a case is presented w in which they are actually frightening the jury into condemning this person. When this person is condemned, wrongfully so, put into prison, the case is now closed. Now, I'm talking about something else, but this is the metaphor. It's not just a metaphor. It's actually what is happening with these narratives that are being put out. When, when we falsely imprison someone, they go away in prison the person who would ha who has done that crime is no longer being pursued. The case is closed. That is the problem with false narratives. That is the problem with, if you want to call it fake news or conspiracy theories, is that it's it is a it is a seeming solution to a problem that we all have to be on the same side of in order to resolve. We are putting someone in prison for something that is, and then we're thinking that we're closing the case. Now, that's one problem. Another problem is that if you demonize someone and you don't know if that's true, if you don't know if this famous person has literally done something and you just heard it from someone else who heard it from someone else who heard it from someone else who saw it on someone's YouTube channel who said this famous person has now been, is now about to be arrested because they are doing I'm, again, not going to speak the narratives because they're horrible. The A, B, and C, heinous acts, the most atrocious things you can imagine. What you've done now is, since you are not there, and since there is not actual evidence, since you still could possibly have a shadow of a doubt, if you don't have a shadow of a doubt, it is it is because you, is because, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to say you, is because when we do this, because I'm a human as well, when we are doing that, we are only listening to our fear. We're listening to this this urge to resolve our feeling of disempowerment by actually condemning someone else. Do you realize that people that are famous are humans too? 
You know, what's happening here, it is, it is no different than what we did as juveniles when we were junior high and high school. And, you know, my friend's friend's cousin was there when the most popular girl in school slept with the whole football team. And, you know what I mean? Like ridiculous, childish things like that. And in case any of you are wondering, I was not the most popular girl in school. I wasn't actually the butt of any rumors in high school, not or no more than most people. I kind of skirted around the edges like a drama geek. So this isn't a personal thing. This example that I'm giving, it's, it's, it's old. It's the oldest story. It's so old that we should be too old for it. But I'm seeing people who put themselves up as spiritual teachers with, by the way, what is also being very common is with authority that they have invented and they claim to have. So they will say something like this, uh, you know, galactic, you know, spirit guide group. I'm not going to use, again, the exact same words, but they'll use some some words that seem to identify particular cosmic beings or something along those lines that they have given me this information. They have given me this message. And it's like it's a self-contained authority. They are saying that they have that authority. And the inference there is that you don't have that authority. So then they are saying actual people's names and aligning them with heinous acts. The other problem with this is that with conspiracy theories or conflated narratives is that there could be some truth in that narrative, but it has been associated with a bunch of, quite frankly, bullshit and it has become deterministically assigned to some people. And again, like falsely imprisoning someone or like closing the case on something, it is actually hijacking the discourse of what would be otherwise well-meaning people from actually having true awareness. People are being thwarted into their fear, feeling disempowered, and then just wanting to find a solution. And then what happens is people go trying to find a solution outside of themselves, and then they are they, they pursue confirmation bias. Confirmation bias means I believe this, so I'm going to find other things that prove it. Now, you see, how this is targeting spiritual seekers is because it is a false synchronicity mechanism. Spirit does communicate to us by synchronicities. Your higher self puts synchronicities in your path, in your life, to let you know you're on path. But you know what? Free will is so free that you can pursue things to reinforce your fear and you will find it because free will is that free? And that's what we call confirmation bias. I believe this and this is what I want to believe. So I'm going to go find it. Bottom line is that if you are listening to someone and they are creating and, and what they are saying creates fear in you, if it creates blame, if it is shaming someone else, then that is not alignment. Even when spirit, when love gives you a warning, when love gives you a caution, Love also makes you feel comforted by it. Love makes you feel empowered like there is a solution. There is a fine line between activism and abuse. There is a fine line between activism and holier-than-thou seeking. And what we need to do is we need to test all theories. Spirituality does not negate evidence 
does not negate the physical world. Spirituality does not negate science or the scientific method. These things work hand in hand. Science is basically kind of like the overt external technology. Spirituality is the subtle inner technology. We are both of those things. And so we need to balance them. And if if someone thinks that they don't really jibe with science or external technology, and if you happen to be listening, then I, I have to sincerely and lovingly offer to you that that is incorrect. It's simply incorrect. You know why? Because you're listening to me. You're watching me through technology. So that is creating a hypocrisy in the energy. I'm not saying, hear me, I'm not saying you're a hypocrite. I'm saying that if you somehow, if when we somehow believe I am beyond science, technology, and the physical life, and yet we're in the physical life, which we all are, then there is a hypocrisy. There is a glitch in the energy, and it is not that aligned energy. It is not unity. It is not love. This is, so what I am I'm asking all of us to do, you can listen to narratives, you can listen to propositions, you can listen to conspiracies, because you know what, sometimes in those conspiracies are some truth. But what you need to do is only use your discernment and only land on something when there is actual evidence, only spread it with certainty when there is actual literal evidence. If you don't have actual literal evidence, then your theory isn't ready. It doesn't mean that it's false yet. It means it's not ready yet. Because if we are demonizing other humans when we don't know what the actual reality is, then all we are doing is creating more separation. We must test all theories. Continue your seeking but test all theories before you either land on them and decide to give up on your pursuit of what that challenge is. And before you give up partnering with humans, any particular humans, and you must test all theories, certainly before you propagate them. Certainly do not sit there and and have some kind of conflation with one thing or another. Certainly do not go and say, well, I heard this from this galactic so-and-so and therefore I'm an authority. I'm not saying that anyone who'll be listening to this is. I'm just saying I'm giving us all some warning signals, some cautions, because the fear that is being hijacked is actually keeping us from coming together and from doing things together. We must see evidence of claims before we either give our energy to them, that's robbing yourself, or spread them, that's just propaganda means that it's not ready yet and we haven't done our due diligence in the 3D, in the physical world. If we close the case on something because we have rushed to a conclusion, then we actually abandon the pursuit of the solution. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is actually, this is a good, it's actually a wise measure to use, even in our musings about what could be solutions to the issues and the challenges that we have going on before you decide this is exactly what something is just because you read it on some board or you heard some YouTuber, including myself, say it. You must test it first. 
because this conflation, when conflation is, is like, oh, there's this word and it sounds similar to this word and this theory sounds similar to this theory. And I believe it because I want a, a resolution to this discomfort that I'm feeling in the physical world about the pandemic or about w my life or about what's going on in the world. That's not, the, that's not the real work to settle on it by blaming and shaming others. Even when there are certain groups or certain people who are responsible for subjugating other certain people or certain groups, then we have to come together in order to resolve it. Just sitting at home and spouting hate, that is not how we resolve things. By the way, I want to stop for a second and just say I'm actually not talking about Black Lives Matter. I don't know if there is some conflation going on in there at all. That's not what I'm talking about. Just to make sure that I want everyone to hear that Black Lives do matter and that we do need to work on our racist issues in the world, but especially our country. I'm talking about other things. I just realized that it could have sounded a little bit like I was talking about that, but I'm not at all. Again, I'm not going to bring up, but I mean, had some of the things have to do with the pandemic, but the narratives, these conspiracy theories and false narratives are actually the predate the, the pandemic. Um, some of the things that people are talking about, they actually date back to the 1990s, and some of them actually date back to the early 1900s. And then these, these narratives just keep conflating, they keep... Um, connecting one thing to another, tapping into people's fear, and then creating an atmosphere that is basically cult-like. If someone holds themselves up as an authority from some source that they cannot give evidence about, that is cult-like. That is saying, release your discernment and give it to me. Believe what I am saying over what it is that you know or have witnessed. That's dogma, y'all. That's what probably all of us detest about religious technology. Religion is a technology, by the way, but that's what we all detest about it. We can propose philosophies, we can explore, but we must make sure that we temper them the, with the fact that they are still musings, that they, and, and still know that when we are talking about things, when we don't have evidence for them, we need to make sure that we also assert, we, we, admit and we we put in the conversation these are just philosophies it is important to wonder about things it is important to use that energy to see if we can sort and solve things and to put things together but without evidence we should not be demonizing anyone to say to state one's own assumption as if they are facts that creates hypocrisy in the energy because you are an assumption is not a fact. And then to state it as such means that there is a misalignment in, the, in that flow of the energy. Rumors, when rumors are posed as though they are truth, this is not going to bring health. Rumors are unhealthy. Shocking, right? I thought we all learned it in junior high, but I guess we didn't. If a theory is not yet proven, then it's not ready to be put forth as a reality. Just assuming, just saying, I think that this is causing that because it feels good to me to have that. And then I get angry at other people that are unknown to me. And now I'm going to gather arms with other people. That isn't healthy. 
It is not helping at all. Even if there is some truth in that, you are not ready to act on it until there is evidence. Spirituality is not the opposite of evidence. Spirituality is not the opposite of science. Spirituality and evidence is physicality, in other words. these We are both of these things. We are both that inner technology of spirit, and we are the externalized technology of the physical life. We are. If we negate one over the other, however we do it, we are creating a glitch. We are creating hypocrisy in the energy. And we must both do that internal and the external technology. We must do the internal and the external seeking because we do fully engage in both. And that is the nature of our being. And it is the nature of this co-created social complex that we have going on. And as a person who's a spiritual seeker, perhaps as someone who is also a teacher and a teach learner of spirituality and spiritual concepts, concepts of higher consciousness, then yeah, you, you probably spend more time in that energy uh, than maybe another person does, than an average person does. I mean, I do because I love it, but I am a physical human being and that is what my soul is creating. And that's in order for me to have that honesty in my energy, I need for both of those to flow together. I need to not assert something as truth or as a reality unless I have the evidence of it. Now, I can muse about something and I can even say, I wonder about this. You know, for example, I can say, I wonder if we're a hybrid race, meaning that the human race is a combination of ET energies seeding the planet, coming together with angelic energies and, you know, uh, uh, an organic hominid of this planet. And so we're actually all a young and hybrid race. But I'm not saying I have evidence of that. I'm saying this is a narrative that may make some sense, but I encourage you to go and find out if that resonates for you. But I also say that there's not harm in that narrative. No one's being demonized. No one's being convicted by that musing, by that philosophy. Philosophy is not in and of itself the end of the story. Moreover, unity does not inflict blame or shame upon other selves. If you hear someone who says that they are some kind of psychic or spiritual crusader and that they have authority from some special galactic energy just for example or maybe literally and then they are saying they are they are speaking in terms of blame and shame of others that's not alignment that's just it's not unity right so if you're feeling fear if you're feeling discomfort if your vibration is lowered by what you are hearing from someone else that means it's time to disconnect your energy from it you can listen with your energy disconnected but if your energy is challenged by it, if you feel fear, anger, blame, separation, then that means that it is not in alignment with unity. You know, because like I said, spirit, if spirit has something to caution us about, it will actually feel good. It won't feel scary. Even if spirit had to caution us about something that was dangerous, you feel relieved when you get that message. Like the difference between feeling relieved when you get that message and feeling uh right and righteous, those are two different things too. And that's what some of what is going on. And finally, you know, again, just talking about religion and talking about dogma and all the things that we see to be harmful about religion is that 
it is a tale as old as time, this idea of millennialism. And this is not talking about like millennials or this millennia. What millennialism is, is when there is a, a collective message where people come together in one message and they decide that they have the right message and that there is an others group that is wrong about this message and that there will be some kind of cataclysm where the others will be damned and these will rise up. Does this sound familiar? Sounds like a lot of the old, you know, fire and brimstone, um, Armageddon, end of war times. So now I will give you a little bit of how this parallel is working in spiritual communities. There is, for example, the idea of being awakened and unawakened, having the right understanding and having the wrong one. Needing even like some of the disclosure theories, which, by the way, I'm not saying that all of them are wrong. Again, the problem with these angry theories is that they could be actually obscuring real, real realities. There could be some truths in there, but they've packaged it with some other things and are mobilizing a separation effort between others. But do you see how this, if even if you are, if you're not really certain what I'm talking about, do you under, have you sort of witnessed by watching some YouTube channels, this idea of we're awake, I'm awake, and some aren't, or we know the truth about this issue, you know, I'm not going to, again, I don't want to give them any life, but there are, there is an organized effort to really bring people together in these millennialistic ideas so that there is a greater separation. And and I don't know why some of these bigger, you know, organizations are doing it, except that it just is a kind of unconscious thing. I don't know why some people who I see that are a bit more individuated as practitioners or YouTubers or the teachers or something, I don't know why they are doing it, because it's not for me to know, except that they're sort of, it feels good to them to be a part of something the reason we do it, generally speaking, is because we might feel disempowered, we might feel unsettled, we might feel uncomfortable in what is going on. And so we want a, a resi- we want to feel relieved of that. And so then we look for something that just confirms, oh, I have been victimized the whole time, not only myself, but a certain, you know, group that I relate to has been, has the real truth and has been victimized. And then everyone else or this particular group, it's this very classist thing. And they're the ones to blame. But they're going to get their comeuppance. There is actually one way I can tell you all, like I said, test all theories. There's one particular center of some of these theories that are targeting some of us who are sensitive, somnambulistic, suggestible, whether we're in spiritual communities or not. And I'm just going to say there's a, it's a certain letter that they're known by. And the thing is, what's so interesting is that they, they keep predicting things, but these predictions don't happen, especially the ones that are really big. Maybe some other little things happen. But the very first one, they said this major event was going to happen on this exact day between these hours, and it didn't happen. And that was the first prediction that they dropped. And it didn't happen. Once again, it sounds so much like the past Armageddon stories that 
have happened, we've cycled through so many times in our history. I mean, when you get to be as old as me, which I'm not the oldest, I'm middle-aged, but I don't know how you do, how, how, you know, it gets old. I've seen it, I've read about it happening in generations before me and I've seen it happen. I mean, even with Y2K, that was ridiculous, but it wasn't about like good versus bad, but it was a cataclysmic thing coming that people were seeking to sort of relieve them of the discomfort and the unsettling that was happening in the life. So what's important is that we test all theories before we believe them as true, that we also test all so-called teachers, let's just say false prophets, people that put themselves up as an authority, and see if what it is that they are saying has any authority, because I tell you what, your discernment has more authority for you than anything that they say that they got from anywhere else, whether it's human or, or um, extra human, <laughs> or, and then also see if what they are saying has the energy of love, unity, and resolution in it, or if it's doing blame and shame, or if it's doing doom, or if it is doing something that is causing more, cars, causing fear in your energy. I'm feeling really passionate about this right now because it's coming up a lot, and I care about us. I care about you, and I care about me. And I do encourage you to, to explore things, but have your energy in alignment. Have your vibration raised. Take everything with a grain of salt. Spirit gives you messages, gives you love, gives you truth gently. And with a certainty, when truth lands, you feel it and it feels right. Yeah? Truth is something that is accurate and true from all perspectives. And we have endless, countless realities here. But before we give our energy to a proposition, a propagation of a reality, really test it first. Test it in your energy and test it in the physical as well. That's all I have to say. I appreciate you guys so much. And go ahead and comment down below. Reminder that if you, if you are... Um, unkind, if you are unhelpful, if you are somehow trolling, you just get removed. And that's just because I want to keep the, this is a space I get to create. And so I like to keep the vibration uh, high. When I say down below, I mean, if you're listening on the podcast, then you can go find it on YouTube and comment, or you could leave a review. But I, I, I just really do love you guys. I love all of us. And I know that the truth of who we are is what will prevail. And that is love. And that is one energy. That is unity. It is that connection. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are.